When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. The real thing, real live money and real live money advice that is actually designed specifically to be in your best interest. We don't sell you stuff on the show. Yes, we might sell you tickets to a class, but that's really basically the We don't the sell you lunch. stuff off the show. Right, that's true, too. All right. We don't sell you. Well, we do. We sell a blueprint. That's true. Okay. I stand corrected. Okay, that is a sales thing. We yeah, that. that's true. That's true. Okay. And I guess we sell financial advice. And, and like Ron Lieber in the New York Times article said, you know, it's just important that everybody disclose yeah. how they're compensated. That's I will all we're disclose asking. how I'm compensated. I am compensated by the firm of which I am a partner, Vestry I thought LLC. You were gonna say, I thought you were going to say well. No, just compensated. I compensated well. Anyway, that's where Compens- my mind went. Oh, I get it. Compensated well. <laughs> that's where my mind went, but I, you know, yeah. so. Anyway, uh, uh, the show really is about you, not about us. You, not Because me. it's enough about us. Um, but you need to make it about us by calling and asking a question. You get a free book. What? No. <laughs> make it a, wait, how what? does that make it about us? No, about them. Us? About you, I meant. Right. I okay. misspoke. And There's then you misunderstood. Bride. Yes. Okay. Okay, it's one or the other. Either you misspoke or I misunderstood. I think it's a combination. It's, a, it's an alternative universe in Seattle this weekend because <laughs> Tom still has snow in his backyard. I still have like four inches of snow in my backyard. That will tomorrow, by my reckoning, be four weeks of snow on the ground. That's that literally has time. never happened. That's never happened. You can hardly call I, it snow. It's like these ice particle things. My poor old dog goes out there and slides around, and, you know, it's just a horror. It's awful. That's a lot. That dog is 13. Like, like, it's, like life's that easy anyway. Now he's got to go out in that poor, snow bank. Buddy, buddy. Yeah, I feel bad. Buddy, it's okay, baby. He's not good. Oh, baby. <laughs> 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855 935 Two five five. Give us a call. We'll answer your questions about well about who you should trust. We'll yeah. try to help you find somebody you can trust. And if you're working with somebody, you want to ask us about them. We'll give you a straight skinny. <laughs> it's happened before. I will. It's uh, happened. Yes, it's yes. happened. So I mean, and part of the whole thing, frankly, is we're seeing we're, we're this is we're hearing more about this that people invested in something last year and lost money, but still had to pay a lot of taxes. Just talked to a woman about this yesterday who's in actively managed mutual funds. An actively managed mutual fund is buying and selling stocks and inside that fund often because a lot of money has been pouring out of actively managed funds. They've had to sell things to create cash. When they sell, they have capital gains, right? And they don't care about dividends or anything. They, They don't care about taxes. It's not about that. It's about making money. But they didn't make money for the most part in 2018. And but you see, that's where people get very confused. I know because they're thinking they, they, Wait, they their mutual funds did badly. I mean, my uh, you know, I have yeah. mutual funds that didn't do well last year, 
and why do I have to pay taxes on all these capital gains? It's because the market didn't do well. Exactly. Because if you're in an actively managed mutual fund, you are already at a disadvantage because actively managed mutual funds are generally owned by people who are trying to beat the market. They're in them, they're out of them, et cetera. Right. Yeah. And well, therefore, if it's not beating, then I'm going somewhere else. Indeed. And that's what's happened the last decade or so, right? A lot of money has flowed out of actively managed funds into what we would call passive structured or index mutual funds. But still, some people in active funds are just moving from one kind of active fund to another because they ask, they ask the question, you got it a lot last year. I got it some. You, you see far more clients than I do. The question that we got a lot last year was, market's going down. What do I do with my money now? Yeah, right, exactly. So a stockbroker who's in the commission sales business is far more likely to say, oh, Joe, yeah, you know, it's uh, it could be it it could be a little dicey from here on in. Why don't we just sell that and we'll go to a bond fund or we'll go to cash for a while and wait for this market to uh, settle down. Yeah, till things get back to uh, normal. You know, when it's about ready to go back up, we'll get back in. By the way, the people that did that in late December and they're waiting for out? things to settle they're, down. They're waiting for it to settle down. You realize a hundred percent equity portfolios made thirteen percent year to date. That's oh. how tough this business is because in no, December it looked oh, like in the end month. was near. Now annualize that. Well, no, that's too much. January, well, too much, February. Right. Right. So let's annualize that out. Well, that's five, about six. a seventy percent, seventy-five percent return. Lock yep. that in now. Lock that. That's guaranteed totally safe, correct? No. No. Dang it. No, and and that's the thing. I mean, you still have people who didn't get back in after 2008. They didn't get back in in 2008. And they're still waiting for the market to go back down before I get in. It'll never go low enough to make that wait worthwhile. It's just not likely to happen. 855-935-TALK, our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It is important stuff about which we talk on Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. You're invited to join us at 855-935-TALK anytime actually 24 hours a day seven days a week but the time to call us live is on saturdays between noon and two pacific or three and five eastern 855-935-8255 also listen to our podcasts at talkingrealmoney.com or on your favorite podcast service and now it's daily. daily 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 you're up there every day we're up there every the message day message of the day a daily podcast and monday's message subliminal be all subliminal get rich this is how you invest. get rich this Get is rich. how you invest. No? Okay. I know your broker is a really nice person, but deep down inside. <laughs> but he's not, not, or she's not. Pardon they're me. They're taking advantage of you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Trust I'll stay me, tuned for that tape. Too much. Can hardly wait. Yes. Yeah. Pay less, make more. There you go. Pay okay. less, pay That's more. That's good. Okay. 855-935-TALK is our number. Eat cookies. Eat cookies. Yeah, no, I wanted Eat to finish the story. Cookies. Yeah, because this was, this was really, this made my day yesterday. The, the cookie story? It really did, because uh, yeah. this woman called me late late yesterday afternoon, and she was apologetic about the fact that, that it was like Friday at 4.30. I said, I take calls Friday at 4.30. That's, that's okay. 
Uh, you take calls all whenever. weekend if I don't really, I enjoy it. So uh, she was kind of apologizing about that, but she had a question. She's the, the the issue I just raised a moment ago about the she had a lot in taxes. She really doesn't have very much fixed income, but oh, because she she was the one with the yeah, problem. With she the, has okay. actively managed mutual funds of Fidelity. Paid. Uh, she has a big tax bill. Check. She got to write. And um, she basically doesn't touch the money in the taxable account anyway. So, the, so anyway, there's some issues there. But then she very kindly reminded me that we had met some time ago. And she had told me, if you guys ever come to the North Puget Sound, I will come to your class and I will bring cookies for everybody. That's nice. That was a, just blew me away. I was like, wow, that is. Yeah. That's, and she said, and I did it. I said, you did it? Yes, I did it. She said, <laughs> "Well, I didn't know that she done it until yesterday, even though I was at the at the event because the event was Retire Meet North in Everett, which I think was was that about a year ago. I'm not very good with remembering. No, it was. Uh, no, I think it was one year ago or so. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Maybe. so she I came to retire. She came to Retire Meet North. What a sweet person. She came there and had the mm-hmm. cookies with her. She didn't think there'd be 200 people there." She had like twenty five cookies. She didn't know what I to didn't do. See any cookies? Did the staff get no, all the cookies? No, she she very carefully sort of. She said I didn't show them to anybody because I was embarrassed by the fact that I didn't have enough cookies. Uh, you know, you should never be embarrassed about cookies, even if you don't have enough. Never, ever, ever oh, be embarrassed about cookies. She didn't. She said she had wanted to tell me that story for a long time, but yesterday is the first day she told me that too. Oh, so she kind of. That was very nice. Very nice. That's so. Funny. So yes, thank you for your. She said, "I'll do the same thing if we come north again." And I said, "I'm trying to reduce my cookie intake, but we'll see how it goes." So, so yeah. anyway, so next week, if you see Tom on uh, four <laughs> exactly. or five heading north, <laughs> you'll know uh, the deal. He's in, he's in search of cookies. Uh, but I mean, she has this problem that we just we mentioned earlier that because we didn't finish the thought. C is for cookie. Well, it's that's one problem. But but the other problem is, you should own certain types cookie of stocks. Docks. Me love cookie stocks. In this big stomach here, and the little stomach, you have the vegetables. No, I mean, so your portfolio should be built to pay the least amount of taxes. Yeah. Really. And most people don't think about it. Was that the whole point of the cookie story? No, the point was to tell the cookie story, because I wanted to say thank you to her. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but uh, because I thought it was so thoughtful, and it was just doggone cute. But the point is, yes, the point still remains. You should be invested. There's no reason to pay taxes you don't have to pay, and that's what she's doing. Right, because she's yes. not use, she's not using the money. It's not like she I, had had to sell something to take the money out to pay for something. As you are, I would never disagree with you. <laughs> well, I'm all worked up about the cookies. You must now. need some cookies. <laughs> Barely half a dozen cookies and some milk. Tom need cookies. <laughs> Large chocolate chip Everybody will go down right now. Cookie. Exactly. So yeah, your portfolio should be constructed. Kitchen sink cookie at Panera. We mentioned earlier. <laughs> thank you, Monster. We mentioned earlier that in your IRA, it doesn't matter what happens there because. Until you take the money out, there's no taxation, right? Exactly. But and in a, by the way, yes. that's what makes Roth so cool. Exactly. You never pay taxes Bingo. on those. So you, that should be, in my mind, 100% in stocks, but that's another show. But if you have a taxable account, a post-tax account, that anything inside there there is a tax ramification to, that should be invested a certain way. We happen to believe you should use tax managed mutual funds index mutual funds by their very nature are tax efficient because they're not buying and selling stuff Mm -hmm. right but there's now funds even more than that that 
are offered by Vanguard and Dimensional and others that do specific things inside the funds to keep your taxes as low as possible. That was right. the point. They do things like uh, trying to, uh, the, the way they account for sales, they'll they'll do some tax law selling to offset some gains. They'll do things to, and they're called tax-managed funds. Indeed. What a catchy name. Wow. Really going out on a limb there. So you should own those. That's another reason why index, structured, or passive-type funds make more sense. Another reason. There is not, I, I got to tell you, I cannot find a single good argument. And I but I look around for them because people go, well, there's data that says that active funds, and I can't find it. I cannot find the research, any reputable research that says active funds have any advantages over index funds whatsoever. You None. pay the manager more. You pay so the they manager make, they more. They make more money. There is no there is no evidence that that an active manager can consistently and predictably outperform his or her benchmark uh, with unless it's accounted for by something called luck. Yeah, and, it's a very small number. You know, there's there's this this thing called Occam's razor, where the most logical, the simplest explanation is probably the most likely one. Mm -hmm. So, and I use it a lot. I really do use Occam's razor a lot. I'll look at something and I'll, and, I and can this tell is looking we, at your skin today, you did. Yes. Yeah. I did a pretty close Occam's razor. Um, I, uh, well, if, uh, when you look at a, a, a mutual fund, like somebody will say, well, X and XYZ fund, they've consistently outperformed the market over 10 years. Well, is it more likely they did it because they're really super smart and know the future? Or is it likely that out of the 8,000 mutual funds in the country, Some they're did. the one that yeah. got consistently lucky? Isn't there a guy on the radio who says there's one fund you could have owned for the last 30 years that made like 12% a year? Yeah. yeah, no, there's several, and they're all they're from American funds, and it's Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, yeah. Dave has, I've yeah. never found the fund. <laughs> Because I'd put everything in it, right? Um, I mean, why wouldn't you if it makes yeah, 12% no, well, a year? I, I mean, there, there are some American funds that have, over a long period of time, done very well. Okay. Before fees and commissions. You see, one of the things he neglects to add in is that commission. You know, they may have made double digits, but then when you throw the commission in, that because you had less money invested initially, right, starting. Yeah. your returns Good drop point. dramatically. And they do not calculate returns, including commissions. They do not do that. It's just fees and expenses. 855-935-TALK is our number. We do have the book bribe going. If you call in, and this is apparently a really good day to call in because nobody's doing it, uh, you'll get a book and you'll get an answer to your question at 855-935-8255. More coming up in a minute. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information. TalkingRealMoney.com Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our number again, 855-935-8255, 855-935-8255. That actually spells talk, making it even easier to be a part of the show. 855-TALK. What are the new, -talk. What? What are the new yeah, what? Uh, Girl Scout varieties this year? Speaking of cookies. I have no idea. I am trying so hard to I haven't to been to the grocery store in a long time because I can't get out of my street. Uh, 
Uh, oh, you can too. You got to work. I know. No, I'm kidding. But no, I, for a I, long I, time. I got to tell you my new favorite. I, I don't. I don't think it's a new one this year. We we have a friend who is the uh, they they what do they call her district they call her governor the general. the general the general she's in charge of this this district she's yeah. the CEO of this district of the Girl Scouts and she came by and brought a box of these and I don't remember what they're called but they're these big shortbread cookies. Mm. That are dipped in chocolate. Oh, I know what they're called. They're called good. <laughs> you can call them anything you like, but pretty much, yeah. that's them. They call them. <laughs> you know that would actually be a very clever name. Just good. Yeah, and that, by the way, one of those good ones blows away the ten thousand steps I'll take today, so it won't matter at that point. That's what I'm trying yeah, not to do is yeah. eat that junk. So we want to thank the cookie a, lady, by the way. I'm going yeah. to a foundation fundraiser tonight. Yeah. I know there'll be bad food, and I'll and um, but you get to wear your nice suit, which I know you look so forward to doing. I, you know what? I don't think I own a suit that fits. <laughs> I think the last suit I bought was like you 15 had a or coat on. Ago. You had a coat on at retirement. I have a I have a sport coat. Yeah, you very nice. You look very fit. nice. Yeah. Even so Dan Solon said you look nice that day. And and you know to please Dan Solon that's tough. <sighs> yeah, it's tall order. That's tough. All right, I want to. You know, you know what I I want to talk about something that really has been. Matter of fact, it was in the Ron Lieber article. Apparently, the floor uh, is yours, sir. So go about, ahead. About no about. Uh, uh, all these alternative kind of investing things oh, that Jordan gosh. Goodman was pushing. I mean, payday loans. Payday loans. Alternative lending, cat, cat bonds, all the stuff you got to own because you can't make enough in stocks and bonds. But the thing is, Thomas, there are some highly reputable investment advice firms, including one we know really well in the Seattle area yeah. and another one in St. Louis. Yeah that are pushing hard, hard, these alternative mutual funds as a necessary component of a portfolio. And I have looked at these, and you know, I know I'm not as well-educated as a lot of these guys. Well, you don't spend I as keep, much time on it either. I don't either, but I, I, I've looked at them over and over and over again, these catastrophe bond. What are they called? The re, what's the name of the Reinsurance. Yeah, they they're, they're reinsurance funds. Basically, they own catastrophe bonds. These yeah. are bonds that back up insurance companies in case a hurricane blows everything you know, runs away. Them out the of money. insurance get paid off, and now you got to go to the cat bond. And now. then they have alternative lending funds, right. which are subprime car loans. I think crappy car loans and direct consumer loans. Yeah, at a high interest rate. At a very high mm -hmm. interest rate. You're getting a piece of and that. And they also have a lot of the a lot of other really wacky. Um, you know, long short things and there's all these alternative funds and i i'm really having a difficult time finding any that have consistently done well well i don't think we, they have a long enough track record for one number two is as we pointed out in the program they're expensive that's the that's I mean, you're paying the big a lot rub. yeah you're paying a lot to be in that type so and the rap that we get in the industry when we badmouth these is that you guys are your 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 advice is old school uh, and right. by the way, it's not old school. I'm here to tell you. It's actually from the school that burned down before they built the old school. The old school. So that is not accurate to call us old school That's any Tom's longer. bad afternoon Sorry. humor, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, it's going to keep it coming unless you call, by the way. So you think the cookie stories are bad. You think it's bad now. You might want to well, pick up the phone. Yeah. And, and and that's the biggest one of the one of the basic tenets of what we believe is that of 
all of the components, of all of the factors that go into determining how to invest, one of the most important, if not the most important, is what? Costs. Yeah, keep those costs And when low. mutual funds are, are, when you're adding mutual funds with one, one and a half, two percent annual fees, plus the fee you pay your advisor, it becomes very, very difficult, very difficult to add any value or to see how you can add value from these. 855-935-TALK, the number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I remember now what the other type of alternative fund was that I could not remember that a lot of these guys advocate as part of a diversified portfolio, managed futures. Yes. Commodity products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big. And I I just looked at the one of the funds that some of these firms use, which is the AQR Managed Strategies Fund. Yes. Managed managed Futures Strategy Fund. How much? You know what its five-year return is? Negative one and a quarter percent per year. That's over almost, five That's just years. a loss of only five percent. That's not that much. Over five years. Yeah. So you've only lost about five or six percent in those five years. And the fees deal. are one point two percent. As I year. said, the one advantage is the people running the funds make a lot more money than they do at Vanguard. You wanted an the advantage, fund, but the fund, I gave you the, an advantage. Okay. The fund made one point two percent per year, and the investors lost one point two percent per I'm year. Being silly. And I'm also fair. going to say my bad jokes have paid off because the phone lines are now stuffed did, with it, people it who would prefer work, to hear we, them rather than me. So I'm okay we with that. We better get so, going. Yeah. All right. All right. Scott, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Scott. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks very much for taking my call. Um, I heard you on a previous broadcast, Don, talk about uh, $1 million provides a bare-bone minimum retirement nowadays. Did I hear that right? Well, it depends. It's, it's, it depends. You know, it's a number that, uh, that when people are looking for a number, you, when you uh, a million bucks will invested reasonably well is going to deliver between forty and fifty thousand dollars a year in income. For a lot of people, that's up. You know that plus when social that, security right, or a pension is a middle is a very middle middle class uh, lifestyle. So you didn't like that comment, or you did like that? Tell us. Uh, well, we're seventy years old, my wife and I, and we've got about. 550000 in investments. We pretty much own a house that's right now worth $650,000. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a depressing thing well, to it, hear. Yeah, it shouldn't be because at 70, by the way, I mean, okay, your money has to last 25 years. I mean, just that's one thing, right? Depends. If you don't years, have yeah. a mortgage, now your, exp- your housing expense is relatively low because you just have insurance and taxes. So that's less. So that's okay. So no, I mean that's why I say oh. it's it should that's just kind of a flag to be planted and it shouldn't be taken as it's serious a, it's, financial planning. It's a really broad brush benchmark, general benchmark for people. Shoot for a million, but again, in your case, if you have $650,000 equity in your home, 
that is of a value because you're not paying to live somewhere. You've got that covered. So you have over yeah, a million. There you go. That's right. Technically speaking, equity your net point. worth is over a million dollars. Harder so to get at the home equity, though. That is exactly. an issue. Exactly. It's, Ill, it's illiquid, yeah, right. but it is part of your assets. So you're worth a million bucks. Don't, That's okay. You're okay. Yeah, all right. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK, the number. Mike, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Mike. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, question about 401k and conversion to uh, a Roth. I've got about two years left uh, till to retirement, uh, putting in 25k per year for the last 15 years into a 401k. When should I or should I convert any of that to a Roth IRA, or can I start doing that now? Is there any benefit to that? Well, the problem you run into now is your tax rate is relatively high due to the fact that you're employed, correct? Right. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, here's be the strategy. So if you really wanted to do a conversion that when you your income goes down after you stop full time employment, that you have a period of time where your income's low. Now you can take money because the any money you move from pre-tax to post-tax. And that's what you're talking about here from a 401k to a Roth IRA. That is simply income. The government's going to say pay us income tax on that. So if your income tax rate is, for sake of argument, 25%, now 25% of everything you want to move from the 401k to the Roth IRA is going to go to the government. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me now. And the the other issue, too, Mike, is that let's say you take $50,000 out to move to the Roth You've got to do some really careful tax planning because you could be in the 25% bracket and that 50 grand could kick you up to a much higher bracket and you're going to pay 30% on that or 28% on that or whatever the number is. So generally speaking, you want to make Roth conversions in years when you have lower income and there must be some, you must sit down with an accountant and do some pre-tax planning so that you don't kick yourself into a higher bracket. And here's the other part of all this. You would not want to pay any tax you had to pay for that conversion from the retirement account. You'd want to have that money somewhere else because it really doesn't make sense to hand all, right. all that pre-tax money to the government to, to right. move so that over. Right. So, for example, you take 100000 out, you want to put the whole 100000 in the Roth and pay the 25000 in taxes out of other money Indeed. so that, that hunt, the entire 100000 gets the benefit of tax-free growth into the future. Thank you for the call. 855-935-TALK is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. This is the show that helps you understand how money works and how people should be working for you to help you make money. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can even call in when the show's not on and we'll answer your questions on the podcast. That's Don. I'm Tom. And we're here every week to help you. By the way, I want one last pitch for all this. If you're a reader and you want to know more about how this industry really works today, because it doesn't always work the way you think it does. Go to the New York Times and read the piece. Type in Jordan Goodman. You'll see Don's quote there. You'll uh, It's important information to know about the information you're getting from people that you may trust and from, probably shouldn't be trusting. That's the way from I From one it. of my favorite right, uh, financial oh, writers Ron in Lieber's the country. Fantastic. Yeah. Ron Lieber is awesome. Yeah. Great guy. Truly great guy. 
Uh, let's go back to the phones. We Colette, lost, we lost turn- Colette. No. We're going to go to Alice well, instead. Fine. Then Sorry we're about just going to go to Alice. Yep. Hi, Alice. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Oh, hi. Um, you know, for uh, a bond fund, um, is the Vanguard total bond index, uh, is that cover everything? I mean, is it good enough for everything? Or what it is, role it is, is literally about- the total bond market, except for junk it- bonds. Um, what about the short-term bond index, and then that one, the inflation protection? Okay, but so what is the what kind of money? Or is this like a deferred type of account in an IRA, or is this just in a regular taxable account? Um, it, it would be IRA. Okay, so if it was, Roth IRA. Oh, Roth. I mean, Roth should, in hopefully, not have very much in bonds anyway, because Roth grows tax-free. We want the most growth, but. If you're going to do it to try to give you some balance, yes, you could go short term. But frankly, you could have the Vanguard total bond with about two thirds of the bond portion and then about a third in the tips, the Treasury inflation protected securities. That will give you some inflation protection, gives you a little shot at uh, interest rates probably yielding today. I don't know, Don, that it might be might be as uh, high the, as three or something or a little higher the than that. Vanguard total bond right now, 30 day SEC yield is three. Yeah. OK, so you give a little bit of and then you get to protection from inflation. I think that's a reasonable strategy. And the Vanguard total bond index fund is high quality. It's made up of high quality core corporate and government bonds covering the universe it has in its portfolio get this how many uh we we have i want to check the latest number because it's it's in the thousand four thousand i want to say uh, a lot of bonds i mean you get it at a very low price do i think it's a good solution i think it's a great solution i really do i mean you 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 get a lot it's 60 percent government so you know higher percentage of very safe bonds you get a little yield from throwing in a few of those corporates and as don said it's today it's yielding three which i think is very reasonable i, I think last i looked i think it was about 12 or thirteen thousand bonds oh it's that many okay i didn't know that yeah. so it's a, but can i can't I, get uh, it to load right now yes ma'am can Go i have the short-term bond index should that be like instead of a money market, or does that have any role? If I it well, could be used it could instead be. of a money market. Yeah, it, it. This is a great debate that Don and I have from time to time because yes, I like the Vanguard short-term investment grade bond fund. It holds securities issued by major, fairly successful corporations that are paying a little bit of uh, money to have you buy their to have Vanguard buy their bonds. I, I, I think it's a very fine fund. You get it at a very low cost, and it probably over time makes you more than the probably. money market. But, but I, it has a little bit of volatility. It lost a little money in 2008. That's the issue you run into. Yeah. Otherwise, so. it's fine for a, a short-term parking place as yeah. long as you don't expect to never see a tiny loss. You Indeed. will at times see small losses. 855-935-TALKS, the number. And uh, Colette is back. Yes, Hi, she is. Colette. Welcome. Hi. Can you hear me? We can hear you Absolutely. fine. How can we help you? Hi. Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm uh, 69. I'm going to retire in about two years. Uh, my husband is retired. So I've been, uh, we've both been um, uh, adding to our defer- our uh, Vanguard uh, fund, and it's a 2020 retirement. So I've got about 73000 in there. Now, I, and I also have a state deferred comp, which um, at, uh, pretty soon in a year or two, year and a half i have to start taking uh, 
RMDs out of it. So I'm just wondering, what's the best thing for me to do? Also, with the, I will be getting a, a re, retroactive check once I retire, and um, that would be taxed on, you know, I, have, I can't roll it into anything. What would be the best thing to do with that? I'm expecting about 30000 Well, I'm, you know, I'm a little lost on the retroactive. Kind of or something? Yeah, what, what is that money? Well, it's because I've been, been between two uh, retirements, um, oh. a SERS 2, which is a school district, yeah. and a PERS 2, which is a state. So they put them together, and okay. if I'm in, in the highest paying job for five years, then I'll get a retroactive on the SERS, which was my lower paying. And you don't believe it to be a, a, a like a, a, a retirement account donation? It's not donation. a qualified, it's not it's a not qualified, qualified plan. It's just, this is just, this Correct. Is just pay. It, it, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They just yeah. give it to you. So, and then I have to pay the taxes on it. Yeah. What would be the best thing for me to do with that? And then also is the 2020 retirement fund a good way to go? It's in a managed fund with Vanguard. So it's low yeah, cost. Yeah, so the, 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 the target date fund. Yeah. Correct. I would prefer mm-hmm. the instead of the 2020, the Vanguard balanced index, which would be very similar to the 20, but it would be yeah, at the edges. It's a, it's a qui- it's a quibble. Yeah, I agree. It's literally yeah. a quibble. That wouldn't be the a big deal. The 2020 fund is fine. Yeah. We don't recommend the target date funds a lot because they make right. a gigantic assumption that everybody of a certain age is of the same mind, and we do not believe that because well, we right. don't believe it from we experience know it. that we know for a fact that there are 70 year olds who like having 80 percent of their money in the stock market yeah and we know for mm-hmm. a fact that there are 40 year olds who only want to have 30 percent in stocks so that's mm-hmm. why we don't think there's a, a an all-purpose answer and that's why when someone asks us the question what should i do what i right. should do is really personal and by the way in the state deferred comp plan you can get some very fine mutual funds at a very low cost pretty well diversified this is a plan we've looked at before and there may be a way to i think you can i forget i think there's a value fund there maybe some things you could own there to tweak up your portfolio a little bit instead of just being in the 2020 but again yeah is depends is, is on it your, at 401411.com i believe it is yeah. 401411.com you can get some ideas of how to allocate how to that for it. now yeah now okay. about the other money the the thirty thousand. Yeah. So how soon until you use that money? Well, I, I kind of want to just save it and use it for cash. You know, I, I'm planning to save in the next two years. Probably have, um, you know, at least forty thousand cash, and then adding this to do to what it would with just to, to kind of have for emergency money, funny money, Correct. play money, do whatever you want money. Correct. Oh well, then yeah. I'm just going to let Tom answer that one because. Well, that's, his, that's what he just said to if it's uh, Alice. With, if it's within five years, I wouldn't have it in stocks because stocks no. can go down for that period of time. I would use the Vanguard short-term investment grade bond fund. What's the ticker, Don? I don't know because <laughs> I, I don't like it as much as I you know. do. Uh, I know. I heard you talking about that short-term in, yeah. uh, bond uh, index fund. It's been you a very good fund for a long time. Don's going to get the mm-hmm. – I, I think it's – I want to say VFSTX, but I could be – I think that's right, but I, I, a lot of tickers in my head Short going around. Short term investment yeah. grade bond fund is VFSTX. Yes, I was right. VFSTX. Right. That's it. So if V-F-S-T-X. I talk to my if I talk to my manager at Vanguard and, and told them I was interested in the short term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then how long is short term? Would I keep it in there the, for? Well, well, no. You can keep it in as long as you want. Yeah. The bonds okay. in the portfolio mature on average in about three years. Yeah, so there's going to be a little volatility. 
of the principal right. amount, but they pay right now about 3%, which is a far cry better than most money market funds Indeed. because there are corporate bonds, because there is a higher level of risk. Everything is a trade-off. If you make more money, you take more risk. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you're a woman and you want to better understand your financial situation and how the financial world works and get a handle on your personal financial situation, we have a great lunch ed class coming up in March called uh, March 20th. It's called Female Financial Fundamentals. It's taught by our very own Barb Devereaux, and it is a terrific class. It is just $10. You can get your tickets at TalkingRealMoney.com, and it includes lunch because it's a lunch edge. So go to TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. <laughs>